episode of the LD. I am joined today again by the commissioner, Matt Starr, and we're going to the regular season and the first round of the playoffs. So first, Matt, congratulations thanks, on your thanks. double Thanks, uh, Good to be here. Um, I don't know uh, how much you want to talk about yourself. We can get into that in a minute. <laughs> I'm happy to talk about it. I mean, it's a, it's a new but deep wound. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry to hear it. It's, uh, it's a, it's a hundred and. It's gonna be a weird time for the for the Union playoffs, man. Like, really, uh, really used to having both you and Dubner in there, and I, I kind of assumed for much of this season that that would be the case again. And that's kind of a bummer, almost that, that neither of you yeah, are going to be in the playoffs this year. It's, it's it it doesn't feel right without without either of you there. <laughs> well, can you believe? Would would any of one believe at the beginning of the season that Dubner would finish in last no, place? No, no. I, I mean, it, you know, if, if my, the projections that I ran at the beginning of the season, it was really it was neck and neck between Dubner and I coming out of the auction, and his team looked so much better than any I mean not not that the honkball was like a bad division but Dubner was head and shoulders above everyone else um but you know it, it was pretty clear yeah. that Jeff that uh that Harcourt had a good team coming out of the auction too um you know Hughes Hughes's team was solid from the start and uh you know the big surprise was Josh who kind of came Hello. Hello. Did I drop or did you drop? Hey, sorry, man. I lost you first. Hey, I had a, Hello? I had a, I had a call. And okay, it, uh, you, you. It apparently interrupted the podcast. <laughs> well, that's okay. You said uh, the. Big oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, drop. I was just saying that the um the big that. You know, I, Josh's team was the one at least coming out of the auction that did not look like uh, it was really going to be in the playoff spot and went pretty nuts. Uh, he had a lot of players just outperform expectations, and he really became a force. And when that yeah. happened, it kind of it kind of made Union a little crazy. It was already, you know, there were already kind of four really good teams in Union and a couple other solid teams, and then to have Josh kind of come out of nowhere and dominate the way he did. I think really kind of threw things into people, made it possible for a team like yours or a team like Dubner's to miss the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, in my preseason power rankings, I ranked Josh as the number six out of 16 teams. Oh, did you really? Um, yeah. I thought that Josh was going to have a good year. I ranked Ryan at nine, which is probably about where he ended up in the Roto. He just right. he got lucky. I mean, I mean, he and I finished with the same record. We just, I just lost a tiebreaker to him. Right, right, exactly. Um, you know, and, and and you and Dubner just had about as bad of luck as you could have possibly had, in, in addition to bad luck and matchups. I mean, just injuries galore for both of you guys. Um, yeah. And, you know, Dubner's pitching staff, which looked kind of world-beating coming out of the auction. You know, he didn't have Strasburg for a lot of the season. Strasburg didn't look right for part of the season. He didn't have Carlos Martinez. For a while, and Martinez is in now in the Cardinals bullpen. I mean, to, to lose guys like that, Kyle Hendricks finally uh, had his regression to the mean that uh, <laughs> we've been waiting while well, we've been waiting on for a couple of years. And then, on, you know, for you, it was just on the on the offense. Um, you know, Gary Sanchez basically hasn't played 
since I don't know what May at this point. June yeah, when he, did he get hurt? It's a lot it's a lost season for Sanchez. It was basically a lost season for Sano. Turner took the whole first season to get going. Cespedes basically did not play baseball this year. Right. Will Myers missed a ton of games. I mean, it was tough. It was tough. But let's move on to the uh, the teams that are going to be playing this week. Um, I guess the first matchup that I'd like to discuss is um, um, the po- the Pollos. I don't know why I can't say that word. Could be Italian. The Polo. It could be the. It could be the Italian the, version. The chickens and the wind. The chickens and the wind. So. Uh, let's start with uh, the pitching matchups. In the wind, you're going to have Chris Sale if he comes off the DL. And that sounds pretty unlikely based on what I lost. Very saw. unlikely. Yeah, Ryu, Ryu and Lucchese. Ugh. Going up against Granky, Severino, Severino, and Snell. Well, that's a pretty obvious one. Yeah, yeah. Good luck, Sean. I mean, you know, not not to diminish what Sean has done this season. You know, Sean. I think Sean probably of all the teams outperformed preseason expectations more than than any team in the league. Uh, I think this is probably about where it ends for him. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that just going walking through this pitching matchup kind of kind of shows the difference in quality between these two teams. Unfortunately. You know, Anton's team, uh, we, we kind of knew that this, this rotation, um, you know, was, was going to be devastating in the playoffs. And, uh, you know, we're seeing it now, even with Severino kind of struggling a little bit uh, in the second half. Mm-hmm. I mean, Granke's been great. You know, Snell has been unbelievably good. So good. I mean, Snell really is outperforming what people thought he would be. I think. Oh yeah. I mean, Snell might win the Cy Young right now with with, yeah. with Chris. If Chris Snell doesn't come back, um, yeah, you know, Snell's only going to have about 160 innings or so. But is it really? Is it that low? Wow. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, he's. I had it pulled up a second ago. Uh, I mean, he's at 145. He's 145. Yeah, he's going to get. He'll get to 180. 180, 190, that's, that's enough. You know, I mean, if, if Bauer and Sale don't come back, then I don't know who else is going to win that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the NL is a tighter race. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, if, if, if Sale, in the unlikely event that Sale comes back, I guess, I guess it gives Sean a slight chance just because Sale is that good. Um, yeah, you also have Granky going at the Dodgers and Snell going at Cleveland, which are not great. Yeah, matchups. not great matchups for either for either, one, either one of those. Um, even with good pitchers, I mean, I feel like the kind of those are the kind of pitchers you can't bench against anybody. Um, I, was right. to, I was trying to pull up Severino's numbers since the All Star break. Yeah, actually, not as bad it's, as they've I. They've been. Oh no, he has a six six three ERA since the All Star break. Yeah, no, it's been really bad. I, that's that's not great. Yeah. Uh, what's weird is that, like, the XFIP, you know, the peripherals, the strikeouts, the walks all look fine, but he's just getting crushed. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> um, Fun. I mean, uh, Lucchese's going against Seattle. Rayu's going against Arizona, which is not great. And then I guess if Derek Rodriguez is going to be the pitcher, he's against Arizona. These are all home games, but. Right. I mean, you never know. I, I mean, look, Anton has a clear, clear. Um, lead when it comes to pitching and probably also has the clear lead when it comes to 
to hitting. I mean, although Sean did an awesome job of picking up free agents, I mean, just looking at his roster, there are going to be a lot of guys like, like Chad Pinder and David Bote that he's going to be relying on if he wants to beat Anton. Hey, David Bote's been great, man. I, that, I'm re- I really, really kicking myself for letting Sean get to him while I was in Iceland. I thought about it, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, think, I just think from a, from a talent perspective, really on both sides of the ball, that it's, it's going to be tough for Sean here. Um, that, yeah. Um, and- it's going to be a great matchup. If if Anton wins, it'll be a great matchup, Brophy versus uh, Anton in the in the quarterfinals. Yeah, I mean, Anton kind of got screwed a little bit in terms of the playoff seeding. You know, he 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 wasn't able to catch Schutzer. He finished really close to him, but uh, wasn't able to catch him mm-hmm. and finished with the second best record in federal. And now he's stuck playing in the wild card game, which is unfortunate because you know there's. Pretty there's a good argument to be made that Anton's the second or third best team had the second or third best team you know start to finish and maybe could you could argue he's got the best team going right now at this moment <laughs> but he's got mm-hmm. he's got to go through four weeks of playoffs uh, to get to the to cross the finish line here so it's, uh, he's certainly got a shot yeah I mean if anyone's gonna pull this off it it, it would be Anton. We haven't talked about the other the, the matchup on the other side yet. I think there's a, there's a very solid wild card team on the other side too. And that you think that's uh, the, the danger mice? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, Jeff's going to underplay his team, you know, until the end of time. And I think the fact that he almost missed the playoffs gives him, you know, <laughs> more fuel to shit on his own team and, and lament whatever whatever decisions uh, he did or did not make. But that, he's got a very good team. He really does, and uh, he's playing against Ryan's team, who's throwing Aaron Nola at Washington, which is much less scary of a matchup than we thought it would be at the beginning of the season. Rick Porcello on the road against the White Sox, and then Alex Wood on the road against Texas um, with some, you know, not elite relief pitching. Right. Yeah, I mean. Non-elite elite pitching. Yeah, I mean, Nola has, has taken his game to the next level. I mean, he's, you know, he's a top-ten pitcher in fantasy baseball at uh-huh. this point. Um, you know, and, and the Nationals are not you – know, they're, they're good. They're fine. It's not a particularly scary matchup. Um, you know, I, Porcello is fine uh, in a good matchup against the White Sox. Um, I don't – I'm taking a look at Alex Wood right now. Um, so that guy's been traditionally up and down. Yeah, I mean, you know, another solid season for for Alex Wood. Um, He's a decent keeper. Yeah, yeah. But... On the op- on the op- oh, sorry, oh, go ahead. Ahead. oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say on the other side, Jeff's gonna have five starts. Cole is going at home both times against Oakland and the Angels, and then John Gray is on the road twice against the Angels and the and um, the Padres. Well. They expect Paxton to be back against Oakland over the weekend. So it's, uh, you know, in the playoffs, I don't always love two starts. I think if you have an elite guy like Cole, you just kind of want him to go once, but maybe it'll be to his benefit to have him go, to have this many starts in the wild card matchup. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of with you there. I, I, I tend to shy away from, from two starts if I can. I don't think Jeff really has much of a choice about Garrett Cole. No, these are the guys you got to go with. Yeah, I mean, and he's, and granted, he's, I, I, he's got depth, uh, but 
I think you know, the way that John Gray has been pitching since he came back from Triple A seems to seems to have kind of gotten his head on straight. He's got a two eight three ERA since the All Star break. I mean, Cole's been great all season long. It's it's hard to bench either of those guys right now. I think. I mean, Clevenger is you know pitching at home against Minnesota. Yeah, I mean, I I think honestly the the question to me and you know. I think by the time this goes up, the decision will have been made. So, yeah, I don't want to like exactly. influence Jeff, but I wouldn't. No, we won't. I, yeah. I wouldn't start James Paxton. I, I really wouldn't. I, I have a very firm rule on do not start a pitcher in his first start off of the disabled list. Um, yeah, that's a reasonable rule. <laughs> I, think, I think, you know, James Paxton is a great pitcher, uh, but he, you never know what you're going to get from him in this start. And, you know, you just got Jameson Tyone and Mike Clevenger, you know, sitting there as very viable options with decent matchups this week. And I think I would just have thrown one of them instead. I think you got. Yeah, I mean, Cleven- well, Clevenger in the second half has a. I mean, it's really good. It's a 2.81 ERA and almost 10 strikeouts per nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Clevenger's having kind of a quiet, quietly very good season. And. I feel like Tyone's second half numbers have also been excellent. Tyone's got a two five four ERA since the All Star break. Yeah, these are, these guys are not slashes. It's amazing that Jeff almost missed the playoffs with those guys and the number one offense. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was looking wow. at his offense over the last month or so. His offense has really kind of chilled out. I guess I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe, Trout's been hurt. Yeah, Trout's been hurt, and yeah. It's amazing, you know, as, as someone who has really seen his offense decline because of one star player, I know, I know what a guy like, what losing a guy like that can do. Oh, yeah. I missed the playoffs because Ramirez, like, didn't hit a million home runs this week when he normally does. Right. Like, he had a bad week, and that was that. Yeah. I mean, guys, guys, um, guys like Trout, Aaron Judge, and Jose Ramirez, the way they were playing this year, like, those, those guys carry your team, and when they they're hurt or they're not playing well <laughs> can make a huge difference you count on that kind of production yeah do you want to touch on the uh mcqueenie bracket you want to talk uh tone nate <laughs> no I, I don't i don't really want to talk about specific matchups in the mcqueenie bracket yeah. because it's pretty ugly <laughs> who do you like who do you like coming out of the mcqueenie all right so so let's take a look here i, I have i have stats pulled up here um so the let's take a look at the tones the tones are pretty bad um, no, the Tones' offense has been solid lately. The Tones not pit- last week. Yeah, the Tones' well, pitching is the Tones' pitching is very bad. Uh, you know, yeah. I think Nate's actually got kind of sneaky good playoff pitching. The way that Zach Wheeler's pitching right now. Um, mm-hmm. Who did I say he's starting? Uh, Rich Hill, who's been very good since he's been back, and mm-hmm. I don't know, who's the, who's his third starter. I forget who it was. Is it Gio? No, maybe it's somebody else who's been good too. I'm pulling it up. Oh, and Trevor Cahill, who's been insanely oh, good yeah. like all season. Um, yeah, it's crazy. Um, I think the pitching is is a big advantage uh, for Nate there. I think the offenses are probably. I mean, maybe Decker gets a slight advantage, but I think Nate's probably going to crush him on the pitching side. So it's probably going to be Nate. I think, uh, unfortunately. A reckoning is coming coming for whoever wins that matchup. No one's getting past you and and Doomner. Um, you know, yeah, those are two playoff teams. I think it's unlikely. Yeah, yeah. Or playoff. I, I like I like I like I like the fish fry over the roof in the second matchup. 
Um, I think that's probably right. Yeah. All right. So, um, you know, looking ahead, the winner of corn versus mice will be playing the AIDS, and the winner of win versus chickens will be playing um, Brophy. So, you know, we just got to wait and see what happens uh, at the end of the week, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of good teams here. Uh, I, I think, you know, we, I think the likely outcome is that, you know, we're going to see, you know, the odds would say that Hughes and, and Sean are probably going to miss out here. Those are, I think they're, they're clearly the two weakest of the playoff teams. I don't think either of the, mm-hmm. their owners would argue with that either. Right. Um, but, you know, it's the playoffs and anything can happen in, in any one week in LDB. I mean, the whole thing is getting into the playoffs and then see what happens. So, you know, yeah. even, even the best teams, I don't know if I would say you have more than a 55, 60% chance of winning over another playoff team. Those are, you know, the wind and, and uh, the cornballers are not bad teams by any measure. They're just like kind of middle of the road teams. Yeah. All right. So, um, I think we could stop it here and then talk next week once we have uh, our divisional matchups. What do you think? Yeah, unless you want to go all the way through, which I don't know if it's, it's necessary. I think, yeah. Just... Well, let's, why don't we why don't we make our predictions at the start of the playoffs so that they're on the record and okay. then, uh, we can see how we do. All right, so corn versus mice. It seems like we're both taking mice, and chicken versus wind. We're both taking chicken, right? Yeah, yeah. T- going with Anton in uh, hardcore here in round one. Okay. Hardcourt versus jo- uh, Josh. Who do you got? That that is the real toss-up, honestly. Got to go either way. Um, if, if I got if I got to pick one, uh, let's go. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Hardcourt. Though that's that's probably the one of the toughest matchups of anyone that I would have to pick. Uh, all right, I'll I'll take Josh just because. You know, I, I he I feel like he added enough to close the gap on offense and the pitching is as long as Kershaw goes, he should be okay. Yeah, I mean for Jeff, a lot of it's going to come down to Trout and what's going on with Trout's health. You know, if Trout's right. I say, it, it, my prediction comes with a caveat that he, a healthy Mike Trout is back <laughs> and performing, <laughs> sure for, performing for that team. Right. All right, Brophy versus uh, Anton. I got to go with Anton. I mean, I think I think that team is just is is peaking right now and is playing its best baseball of the season. You know, Brophy I think kind of peaked a lot earlier. Has maybe not been as good uh, the last few weeks. Right. Um, I mean, yeah. he hasn't come back to health. Bryant's still out. Right. Correa um, has really struggled yeah, yeah. since he's been back. Yep. Uh, I think you know you've seen some regression from from. Max Muncy and Jesus Aguilar. Yeah. Uh, guys and like Kluber had, had a couple clunkers, or at least one. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think top to bottom, especially in the playoffs, I think Anton's biggest weakness is like the depth of that rotation, which does not matter right now. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think All right, I, I agree. I'm going to go Anton, too. All right, so then we have you have Jeff versus you and uh, Josh versus you. Yeah, man, I, the, including myself, and this is complicated. I mean, part of it is, is my offense going to be healthy by the time my team's playing again in two weeks? I think that 
you know, if I have a healthy Josh Donaldson, a healthy Aaron Judge, it's a whole different team than the team I've been throwing out there the last right. month. That you know, I looked at the stats over the last four weeks and Aaron Judge got hurt. I am dead last in the league in RBIs. Wow. Um, um, it's not a good look. No. Um, but if you had to choose, <laughs> you're going to pick yourself, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, why not, right? <laughs> Let's assume, yeah, these I'll guys t- I'll are, t- assume these guys are healthy. I, I think I've got a pitching advantage. I think uh, there's. I think I clearly have an offensive disadvantage against either of those teams without I mean, clearly without Judge and Donaldson. I think if they're back, the offense becomes pretty even in any of those matchups. All right, I'm going to take Josh. I think that uh, this is. This is his year coming out of the union. We'll see uh, if he can hold you off. Uh, it it, it could right. happen. I, I don't feel particularly strongly about my ability to beat Josh or, or Jeff in any given week, honestly. So it, it could happen. Sure. And then we got uh, Anton versus Chris on uh, the federal side. I mean, you, I got Anton going all, all the way to the finals here, I think. No, Schitzer's team kind of. It, Chris's team like way outperformed what it is. It did. It, it's not. It, it's kind of weird because I feel like he, he he feels like I'm always uh, talking trash about his team, but he's got a lot of holes. The team's got like it, it's a good team that finished with a much better record than it deserved to, and certainly has some flaws. And we were we were I was talking to him earlier today. You know, he's got big big holes at like center field, first base, third base. It's not great. <laughs> Some of the guys he's going to have to be putting no. out there. Um, and Anton's team is just so strong right now. Yeah. yeah. Who won their matchup in week two? Oh, 20? Anton killed them. Anton won like 10 to 2 or something. Yes, he did. And I feel like that's indicative of what we're going to see two weeks from now. Yeah, exactly. And then, so then. You versus Anton in the finals, and I have Josh versus Anton in the finals. Will Anton? Will we both think that Anton is going to go four weeks straight with wins? He does have the home field advantage in the he finals, does, yeah. right? Man, man, it's 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 tough to say that. It, it, I mean, it's tough. Like, I, I think in in a vacuum in a one week matchup, I would pick Anton for myself. Uh, I, Right, that's the only team in 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 federal. I think that I would do that with. Um, I think if Anton mm-hmm. can get to the finals, he can certainly win the finals. I do, I do, I do not have yeah. like a demonstrable advantage over that team uh, at all. And I, I feel like if Anton can get there, he can he can win it. Yeah, I think it really is going to depend on if Severino returns to yeah. form because you need him. You need him to pitch well against. You know the, uh, you know if if it's you, you have Scherzer, uh, Hap. I don't know who you'll throw, but you know you have guys. Yeah, like a, a he has. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, who will Josh be throwing behind Kershaw? Faulty. Yeah, oh, I don't really a good question. Like and an Arietta. Yeah, I mean, I'd... or maybe he'll throw. Maybe he'll maybe he'll throw Bueller. Yeah, I mean, I think. I would consider throwing Walker Bueller right now, the way he's pitching. I'm, looking, I'm mm-hmm. pulling up his team right now real quick. Just take a look at the stats. Yeah. All right, I got Anton winning it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's probably it's probably Bueller and Fulte right now. If if that's yeah. who Josh is choosing between. I I don't I don't I don't love those guys in the for for two two weeks straight and 
LDV playoffs. They just don't have as much of a track record. Right. I mean, last year, Fulty was what? Like, you know, all over. Right, exactly. I know he's had a good week, though. It's been a great year. All right, buddy. So uh, let's enjoy uh, Wild Car Week. It's been an amazing season. And um, I look forward to breaking down the divisional round yeah, with you it's next a, week. It's a weird time. I don't, having two weeks off is a strange thing. I mean, I, like, I, I appreciate it, but I don't love like distance that I'm going to have for my team for two weeks before diving right into the most, the most important week of the season. Well, I'm glad I have the two weeks to mourn <laughs> before my, my fucking McQueenie matchup. <laughs> That's fair. Well, best of luck to you All and right, the McQueenies. Have a good day. I'll talk. I'll shut up. Have a good day. Bye-bye. <laughs>